Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today is Tuesday. How did you like the episode yesterday, by the way, when we took a personal story and broke it down and tried to figure out the best solutions, how to deal or resolve this issue in this particular case when a person that we were talking about lost 70 pounds and then gained 100 pounds back and now they're just not sure anymore. Can they really do that again and do it better so it actually sticks? And I got really great review from that person who wrote the initial message in the first place. So tune in to this episode if you struggle with the same yo-yo effect, not only when it comes to weight loss, fat loss, but also, of course, when it comes to your health, when it comes to your financial health, when it comes to your relationships. So anywhere where you have this yo-yo effect, that episode is for you where you tend to, you know, go back and forward and back and forward, but at the end of the day, not really moving anywhere. So that podcast that we did yesterday, so tune in to that, was really full of wisdom for this particular situation. Today, guys, you know, this weekend, uh, we did an amazing episode, really in-depth episode on nutrition with Chris Masterjohn. Uh, he is a professor of nutrition sciences, and he dropped a lot of nutrition wisdom. It was more than an hour, the whole episode. So you might not, you know, remember everything from this episode. So today I will give you uh, what I believe the most practical and most important for you guys are concepts and practical advice from that more than an hour long talk. So today in particular, I will give you that piece from our conversation about how to implement practically and easy and in a simple way the most, uh, the most beneficial and uh, the most useful for you concept of nutrition to improve your health, your well-being, the amount of productive years in your life, you have your mental and physical performance. So today, guys, I will give you that piece. And another piece is going to be how to how to actually figure out what foods work for you exactly and what foods do not work for you. Because, um, guys, yeah, you might introduce, you know, a lot of different healthy foods and you might eliminate a lot of foods, but there are just some foods that do not work for you personally, no matter how good they can be for another person or how healthy they are labeled. Like, for example, myself personally, dairy, cows, dairy in particular, just doesn't work. You know, I get bloated, I put on weight, I retain water, my energy goes down right away, like I get pimples. So it just doesn't work. No matter the quality, it never worked. But after the conversation with Chris and understanding that each food group from different animals even, they might be different as when it comes to effects on my body. So this week I'm giving it try goats 
dairy, so goat's yogurt and goat cheese specifically, and I'm going to see how my body reacts to that in addition to uh, my diet that is pretty tuned right now, and I don't experience any negative effects of anything. So I'll add just goat dairy, uh, because goat milk and cow's milk have different nutrition profiles, guys, different proteins, different uh, amount of, um, you know, lactose. Uh, I need to actually look up how much lactose, if any, goat's um, dairy has, but uh, it's definitely much easier for most people to digest, so I'm giving that a try, and um, watch my Instagram stories today and the day after, see my, you know, me choosing and picking goat dairy products, and then trying them, and letting you know how it worked for me, so this is my personal experience after this talk, what I'm trying out in my life what I'm experimenting with. And after today's episode, also figure out what experiments can you run uh, to figure out what's a better way for you personally to eat and what foods work for you and what foods do not work for you. And anyway, stay tuned, get some nutrition wisdom in. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily. Extract one, why you should go food first, not supplements. The reason why we should go to food first, it's because there's thousands of things in food that are not in a multivitamin. And we are really running ahead of ourselves if we're going to claim that we know everything that there is in that food that is important. So we're just going to replicate it in a capsule. That's the problem. Uh, but there are still reasons to supplement. And that is that it goes back to that principle that I said before that my needs are not your needs. Mine aren't what they used to be. Yours aren't what they're going to be in the future. We're all different. We all change over time. Your diet might not be enough to provide you with everything you need. Extract two, how to get maximum nutrition from your daily food. Diversify your protein among meat, fish, shellfish, or other invertebrates like snails and insects, um, eggs, and dairy. And so right there, you have a certain protein allotment and those, dip, you know, when you're eating red meat versus fish versus oysters versus, um, versus chicken eggs versus cow milk, each one of those is giving you a very different profile of vitamins and minerals. And if you meet your protein requirement with a mix of them, you're going to, uh, you're going to derive the benefit of each unique nutritional profile. Then I would say a second rule would be make an effort to eat nose to tail by utilizing parts of the animals that we've tended to neglect in our society. So traditional societies eat the whole animal. If you, if you kill the cow, you eat the bones of the cow, you eat the organs of the cow. And we don't, you know, in our society, we don't, use, most of us don't kill cows. And so we're not really in contact with what it means uh, we don't really, really appreciate what it means for the whole animal because, because there's so many parts that we don't see. But a good way to start eating nose to tail is to work in liver into your diet once or twice a week and to start utilizing bones through – if you cook a lot, you could use bones through uh, making uh, bone stock that you can turn into broth or for soups or to gravy or to the base for sauces – if you don't cook a lot, you can buy packaged bone broth or you could supplement with hydrolyzed collagen or gelatin to get some of the main uh, protein components of that bone broth. And then a third rule I would say would be 
to get uh, to get some uh, two to three servings per day of calcium-rich foods. And I, I, I single out calcium because when, I'm devel- when I developed these basic rules, I was developing them to try to come up with simple ways to make sure that all, that all your nutrient needs would be covered. But calcium is so narrowly distributed in the food supply that if you don't really single out calcium to get enough and you're not getting it through multivitamins or calcium supplements, then it's really, really easy to not get enough. So those calcium-rich foods would be dairy products with the exception of butter because it only has the fat and then and edible bones. Those would be the top two. But then there are also... Um, there are also a handful of green vegetables that are very good sources of calcium. So I actually made, let me see, I made a list of those. So let me pull that list up. Um, the most practical plant food to get calcium from is Chinese mustard greens. And you can like a little over two thirds of a cup of them is equal to, um, is equal to a serving of milk. And then close behind that is Napa cabbage, where a serving of milk would equal three quarters of a cup. Um, And then just after that is bok choy, where a serving of milk is equal to a little over a cup. Pretty much any other green vegetables are, you're just going to have to eat way too much of it to to really get your calcium requirement from that. And then I would add three, three more rules to this. So, Rule number four would be to diversify your carbohydrates among legumes, whole grains, starchy tubers, and fruits. If you don't tolerate grains, that's okay. You could just diversify among legumes, starchy tubers, and fruits. Uh, but the more you more the more you pull out of there, the more you need to start micromanaging your diet. For example, some people don't eat legumes or grains or starchy tubers or fruits. And in that case, it's not that you can't get your nutrients in. It's that you really have to be more conscious of what you might be missing from those foods to make efforts to replace them. And then the last major rule of the five would be eat a large volume, meaning several cups per day of vegetables, diversifying them across colors with an emphasis on red, orange, yellow, and green, and always including dark green vegetables in the daily mix. And then the final rule is sort of like a bonus rule to add to the five, which is you really need to make sure your digestion is in tip-top shape and so including things like ginger or lacto-fermented foods or, um, or bitters in all of your meals as a way to stimulate your digestion is a really great way to ensure that you're actually utilizing the nutrients in those foods. Extract 3. Elimination diet. Why do it and a few simple ways how to do it? Diet is the opposite of diversity. But that's a temporary strategy to, kind of, to try to uncover um, a specific food sensitivity by eliminating anything that might be a problem and then adding things back in one by one. A way to, a way to approach that from another angle is to eat the same way all the time and try removing one food at a time or figure out, uh, figure out like a selection of foods that you know work for you. Maybe there's 20 foods that you know you can tolerate and then eat the same thing all the time and then add things one at a time. Eating the same way all the time is a very good way to, to control for tinkering. So, you know, if I eat the same thing day in and day out and then I take a food that I never consume and add it to my diet, 
I'm able to see the effects of just adding that food a lot better than I would be able to if I was constantly eating different foods every day. 